1: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: back to my weekly podcast taste of taylor i'm taylor and joining me today i was just on straight up as Dossie, and look you guys can't get enough of us here she is dossi Schroeder. hey girl hey it's like a little swap sees it is a little swap Mm sees look at a swip swapping around well that's the thing i usually hate a swap because it's like what do you talk about
1: no for real like i did jackie schimmel and i just did a swap today and i'm like do you want to i'll let like you pick if you want to go first or second yes you were the one who asked first you're about to give birth literally at any moment about to pop right like truly and so she's like okay I'll go first and then by the time she was done I'm like well hmm, that was my whole outline shit. Exactly. (laughs) What are we going to talk about on my podcast? I mean, obviously we made it work, but yeah, swaps are hard. Swaps are tough. This is my third podcast in one day. I
0: don't know how you do this on a regular basis. I know, bitch. Me neither. Thank you, by the way, Miss Prego. I appreciate you doing this. I know you are very tired. I
1: I am saintly. I'm all about
0: giving. Really? (laughs) Mother Teresa who? (laughs) Stassi Schroeder. I- Knight you, that's not right. I saint you, that's not right. Canonize. Me. I canonize you. Yes. Canonize or cantonize? Canonize. Canonize. You know so much about religion. It's
1: because I went to an all girls Catholic school, but Same. so did you. You just weren't paying attention. I didn't
0: listen. You yeah. know me. I was okay. I was too busy like rebelling against everything that was inside my body. You remember how I am? Like when we did that show. On like the first tour we ever did for Straight Up Astassi live. Yes, when
1: yes. we had to perform in a church,
0: and uh, like the devil literally left us inside no, it, my body. It was
1: truly. It was almost as if you know, like in an exorcism movie where like the 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 person who's being exorcised feels the holy water, and then it's like burning sensation on their body. Like
0: that was you in a church. That was me walking into a church. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, so. Uh, on Up Straight Straight Pastasi, we did Pop Culture Hour. Yes, which, by the way, I fucking love. I know it's so good. It's like
1: so awesome, like not having to talk about your own life all the time. Like I, know. I, I just feel so boring when I talk about my own life. But uh-uh. talking about others,
0: it's the best, really. But we did. We talked a little bit about the tour, the the birthday show, yes. which was our final show of the Mommy Dearest tour. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was really fucking hard to come up with a rundown, but I did it. Wow, a true professional. I know, she really, I mean, it's just amazing what a little bit of effort can do, you know? <laughs> so, I do want to do a little bit of the birthday show. Okay. Because I want to talk about different things, though, than what we talked about on Straight Up a So, you're Day. saying that you don't
1: want to talk about me and my daughter today?
0: <laughs> you want to talk about you? Yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my <laughs> fucking podcast. Um, but I also want to talk about your birthday in general, because... Oh, how far we've come, you little birthday bitch. Yeah, I know. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just a chill
1: 35-year-old mom of almost two. What can I say?
0: I also want to talk about Ozempic because, you know,
1: you be speaking on it all the time. I talked about it today on on Jackie Schimmel's podcast again, too, because Jackie's like, I'm anti-Ozempic, and I was like, you're not allowed to be. She's not. No, thin
0: people cannot be anti-Ozempic. I love you, Jackie, but no. If you're
1: skinny, if you're thin, if you've never had... Weight problems or worried about your weight, and if you you're not somebody who stresses about it like all the time, like if you don't have body dysmorphia, you can't have an opinion on other people taking Ozempic or not.
0: Fucking preach! Like I fully, yes, fully, yes, believe this. You cannot convince me otherwise. Skinny people, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I also want to talk about Tor too, just in general. Peaks, pits, the whole thing. Right. Okay. so let's get started with your fucking birthday party slash our final show of the Mommy Dearest tour. Yeah. So, I, you know what? I can't resist. Hartford was a fucking star. No, truly. Oh my god, that kid has goddamn charisma. I know. She made me look like a schlub up there. No,
1: I'm like totally fine being over the hill and just letting her her shine, letting
0: her shine, letting her be her moment. Did was yeah. there was there a twinge of jealousy? Not
1: whatsoever. I, you know what? When I was pregnant, I thought about those things. Like, uh-huh. I wonder if, like, let's just say my daughter is just like who she is now. Like, would I get ever get jealous over her or competitive or, yeah. or no, I love it. I actually like it that I can take a, I can take a backseat and just like I'm in awe of her. And I think she's so
0: special. <laughs> she is. I just really am just like blown away. And it is not normal for a kid to go up on stage a and not freak out. B, yeah, she stayed on stage and C, fucking got like she understood the goddamn assignment. I know, just waving at the crowd, singing, the grabbing the microphone. Yeah, she took my microphone. That was not fucking cool. <laughs> I'll have a talk <laughs> with her about that later. It was epic. I have been getting a lot of DMs, okay, about what Kristen Doty was doing there. So I figured we could just like talk that through. Wait, really? Well, I just think that people aren't sure where your relationship is. And so to see her at the show was kind of like, oh my God, Doty is there. Okay. Um, This
1: is the thing. The older I get, like, I don't, hang out with people that often exactly that doesn't mean I'm not friends with them that does not exactly you know what I mean like I have like I see you very often yes you know and like you are literally like my soulmate
0: you know what I mean like there are
1: certain people in my life that you know I'm extra 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 close to but for the most part like my friends are just like I I see them every now and then and hopefully like when I see them it doesn't have to be weird because I'm not as I don't hang out as much. I just don't have the desire to hang out as much as I used to. But that doesn't mean that we're not
0: friends. We're just not as close anymore. Yes. And I'm totally fine with that. I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk on it because I feel like people always, you know what it is? People are always looking for drama. They really are. Well, I also
1: think that they're used to seeing me for 10 years in a situation where it was like I was with my bestie's. 24-7. Twenty four seven, yeah, you know which is I mean? a weho. Like, yes. yes, like we were together all the time. We did everything together. I was also single for a lot of the time. Yes, or just with a boyfriend. So, like yes. that was a that, that was what my twenties was like. But my thirties are a little different. I have a child. I am pregnant. I have a husband. Yes, I'm relationships working on also my cr- and ch- they career? change
0: in terms of like how often you see your friends. I have a friend who I adore. But we really don't see each other that often. But it doesn't mean that I don't love her any less. But there was a while where it was weird. Because, like, there are certain people that if you don't see them all the time, like, they take it a certain way. Whereas you and I, I think the reason why we have been best friends for over 10 years and we genuinely have never gotten into a fight is because we have the same, like, um, life mentality about friendship and just the way, like, like we yeah. don't get mad at each other. No, we have
1: the same. It's, it's like...
0: That's exactly
1: what it is. Yes, and there was a moment, like there was a time when Kristen didn't understand why I wasn't right around, and she did reach out and be like, "Why haven't you? Why haven't I seen you? Or why haven't you responded to this or whatever?" And so, like, it it wasn't like seamless. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't like
0: fully easy,
1: but no, nothing. There is no drama. There is no drama. Well, that's why I I was happy
0: when she was there too, that people got to see that there is no drama. Yeah. Um, she also stuck her finger in my butt, but that's, so that's, that's drama. Between, that's between me and Kristen. <laughs> that's drama. Um, I do not consent. I literally was hugging this guy named Dylan who runs Belmont. Yes. Right? And he was being just so sweet and like complimenting me on the show. And like really, he's I a good Dylan. hugger. Yeah. You got a lot of guy good huggers in your world. Do I? Rob's a good hugger. Okay, Rob's a like linger, but I like it. <laughs> I've always said that if I wasn't gay and or married to Tay, like there have been nights where I was like, "I could make out with Rob right now." No, I don't know what I, it is about
1: the guy. No, I know. I know. I, I, every single girl that meets Rob is immediately, like, immediately just like falls for him, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Are like, I literally have had to sit Rob down so many times. Like, what <laughs> is it that you're doing to these women? Like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Because I know you, and I
0: feel like you're combative. You're <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> you know, you're like. I don't get the appeal. <laughs> And like he is he is like unarguably hot. Yes. He's a good looking no, dude. He's a very attractive but man. But the way that women respond yes. is wow. <laughs> like cult leader vibes. Yeah. He should start a cult. No 100% be successful yes. on all women. It would be a dream honestly for him. Um, no but he I don't know what it is but he actually we were talking about it in the car and he admitted that he has identified through his podcast cuz it's like a dating one. That he's a bread crumber. Yes. That he leaves bread. Cr- like,
1: I guess this is a thing that I'd never heard of before. And
0: Stassi's like, bitch, you're not leaving crumbs. You're
1: baking loaves, loaves of, of bread, bread. Packaging them <laughs> and giving them out. Like, yeah. you're You you're not just leaving breadcrumbs. So it's like, he like leads people on.
0: It's, he's a franchise bakery that's now in like every grocery store across yeah. America. <laughs> he, but like he said, basically what it is is that like, he likes attention from women. But who doesn't like attention? But like, I don't really like attention from men. I actually don't either. I
1: don't. I never have. I've never been that girl. Yes. It kind of creeps me out. off of attention from men. In fact, like I'm the, I, I know. I'm more of a like in a situation like that. When, even when I was single, like this isn't because I'm married. I like, I prefer to, to be in the corner and let everybody else get the attention. Like it's, it makes me feel weird to be the girl that all the guys love. You said corner.
0: I'm in the corner <laughs> watching you kiss her oh i'm sad it's over okay if you saw the show you know if you know you know if you don't if you, know, you, know. If you know you know if you know you missed out motherfuckers so um but he was saying how when women give him attention he likes it and he can tell that they're they like him because they're giving attention but he likes attention so much that he overrides his knowledge that like oh well she really likes me i like this moment but it's not like gonna go on for me and that's how he lets it get out of control. Yeah, because he then
1: engages in it because he just likes the attention. He doesn't ever f- intend on doing anything with yes. it. And then the, other, the girl thinks that he's interested, but he's not interested. He just likes the attention.
0: Yes. And the only, but yeah, and you know what he is? He's a pursuer. He doesn't realize he is, but he likes the chase. Yeah. You got to well, If you ever meet Rob, make him act like you fucking hate him.
1: Yeah, seriously. it like a charm. Just stay away. No, actually, just, just, just yeah. Just stay run, away. run far, far away. <laughs> run,
0: don't walk. We love you, Rob. So, anyway, um, but yeah, so I was hugging Dylan. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I felt a finger in my butt. And I thought it was Dylan. And I was like, i am a fight this man. I'm a feminist lesbian. And then I looked around, and Dodie was like, <laughs> with her finger out. Why does she just do weird shit? Because she <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, missed you bitch. Miss you, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> so that was my that was the that was the pit of the What above if you had had hemorrhoids me. at the time? Honestly, I did. And so she's the one that really got punished. <laughs> yeah, No, like if she would have done that to me, my
1: pregnancy hemorrhoids are out of fucking control. Real talk. More women should talk about pregnancy hemorrhoids because like, let's
0: normalize it. Let's
1: normalize pregnancy hemorrhoids. Yes. It's, it's so horrible. And no one should have to live like that. It's like truly like some of the worst pain I've ever felt. It's worse than
0: being in labor. To me, it's worse than contractions. <laughs> pregnancy hemorrhoids have ruined my life. I know, and I, you know I feel your pain. I've never been pregnant, but I know the struggle of a pregnant butthole because <laughs> I have lived with it for oh so long. I told you this, but when I was married to husband, all roads lead back to husband, Um, I was like not in a good place. I was having really bad hemorrhoids. I was sleeping in the bathtub. That's how bad it was. That's so wild. Off and on. And then when I finally got, um, I went to a doctor and he was like, you don't have hemorrhoids. And I was like, what? And he's like, you have, it was like, Fructal hemorrhoids. And I was like, what's that mean? He's like, it's in your head. And I was like, like, I'm crazy. So he said, you need to go see a psychiatrist. Wait, are you for real right I now? I swear. How come you've never told me this before? All I have a our hemorrhoid conversation. All the stories I repeat, I've never. So you, right now, do you have real hemorrhoids or in your head hemorrhoids? So here's the thing. So this doctor was also a fucking asshole and was like, I mean, I definitely have them. like I've been to doctors that have been like, I can literally see them. But
1: first of all, you can see and feel them yourself. Just like use a mirror and and use your hand.
0: I feel like when they're inflamed, they're out. And then this is not my rundown, by the way, but I'm very here for the hemorrhoid conversation. But whatever. But but my psychiatrist, my psychiatrist did say that the butthole is a second brain. So like when (laughs) we as humans shut our brains down, this is why I won't do anal. (laughs) I don't want to fuck up my brain, my big brain. (laughs) (laughs) So they said that where he said, and this is just my therapist. I don't know if this is like an understood thing in the therapy community, but he basically said that like your, your gut and your butt, they're connected. And so like when you are pushing out things that you should be dealing with mentally, they will manifest physically. So my butthole was like, bitch, you have issues. Deal with them. I don't know
1: if I believe this.
0: But for you, it's absolutely physical. Like, you're pregnant. That's- no, I know. I get them at the end of
1: my pregnancy. It yes. It happened with Hartford. You know, it happened like mid-pregnancy with Hartford. Uh-huh. This time, at least, it's closer to the end. So, like, I can, okay. You know, I've made it this far. Finally, now I have it. Yes. It's fine.
0: I'll I'll I can deal, but I can understand the plight of your butthole right now. Thank you. I like. To, I love to empathize.
1: You know, Jackie Schimmel today—not to bring up the podcast again—but yeah. she literally asked me. She was like, "You know, I, I think I have. I think I have hemorrhoids." I'm like, "You would know
0: if you know. You if know if you if you think you have hemorrhoids, you don't No. You would know. Maybe you would more it's, like an anal fissure. Like,
1: <laughs> what's an anal fissure? I
0: don't quite get it. I think it's a little cut in your butt. It's, I've never heard of it. It's pre hemorrhoids. Is it? I don't know. I'm making things I, up. I... Do not use the medical advice you've heard on this podcast. I don't know a lot, lot about up. the. I don't know a lot
1: about the butt. I don't know a lot about butt ailments. Yeah, I feel like I do. I stay away
0: from that area. Yeah, at, at, as much as humanly as possible. As much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Visible. Visible Wireless believes in bringing people together, not just through its simple, accessible, all digital wireless service, but also through the power of connections and fostering community. Ha ha. So this Pride Month Visible is launching a hilarious 70s-themed game show called No Straight Answers, bringing Gen Z contestants, you know she loves Gen Z, and LGBTQ plus icons together to support SAGE, a nonprofit advocating for LGBTQ plus elders, which honestly, I feel like I am. The spirit of game uplifts LGBTQ plus history, fosters intergenerational connection, and celebrates those who paved the way for Pride to become literally what it is today. No Straight Answers is hosted by the beloved actor and comedian Betty Drama, i Die For Him, and features talented LGBTQ plus creators like The Old Gays, Athena Lena, and Lila Jackson. So visit visible.com slash sage, S-A-G-E, to learn more about the campaign and to watch No Straight Answers on Visible's Instagram and TikTok. You can also test your own pride knowledge all throughout the month by following along with trivia and quizzes on Visible's Instagram. And now, back to the podcast. On Stassi's actual birthday, okay. we had to watch episodes from vintage Vanderpump Rules yeah. of you on your actual birthday because we were getting ready for the show. So we always do this um, episode, episode segment called Behind the Memes. Yes. Where you take popular memes of yourself and you explain what happened to get you to that point that it became a meme. Yes. And like the real tea on how it went down. Yeah. But because Katie was there for your birthday and because it was your fucking birthday, you decided to break down birthday memes of specifically fights you had with Katie that you could then, like, rehash the fight and, like, either take responsibility or, like, make her apologize. Yeah. But you had to go back and rewatch them. And it was the worst. No, I don't like thinking about this anymore. (laughs) The irony was not lost on me. I was like, karma is real for all the tormenting you did on your birthdays. You guys, I was horrible. You had to relive it. I was horrible.
1: No, like, the the way I was such a monster in so many... And listen, I will say this: Season one, Vegas. I was not wrong. No, I'm you watching it back. I Completely was, right. I cringed just because I was just a cringy human being, <laughs> but I was not wrong to get mad no. and rage on my friends because they sided with Jacks yes. and left me in my limo. Yes, <laughs> I left my yes, yes. So left like
0: you left you at the restaurant with Peter.
1: Peter. Yeah, like really on your birthday, on my birthday. And so, they were in your limo. And they were in my limo. And. And like they were with Jacks. Do you know what I mean? So wrong. Yeah, that's that's not right. But no, you were right that one. But watching Cabo, oh watching my god, watching me yell at Katie, watching my murder party, watching me like just get <laughs> mad about
0: like, the her, shot and the, the shot butt in crack. The butt. Like all I had to say was like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, no, thank you. No, I don't want to. That's it. Like, well, to be fair, we were watching it, and you did really rush through that one. You were like, I can't watch this one. Also. He who shall not be named Yeah, man bun. was in that episode. Yeah, I was like begging you to let me watch. No, I know.
1: She wanted to watch the whole entire episode. I'm Which like, is We're really fucked up of me on your birthday. We're I apologize. We're not going to sit here and watch like, Man Bun and how he just like, made me so fucking crazy. Every time I, he was around, I just could not be myself. I, I know. could not relax. I know. Everything stressed me out. I was on edge walking on eggshells. I spent so much of my life walking on eggshells.
0: I know. How did I do that? I don't know. And I'm really sorry that I like kind of got you in that place in the first spot. It's okay. It made me a stronger person. I just wanted to be your friend. So I was like, date my friend. Whoops. (laughs) So, but no, watching you, I I need to share with the world the remorse you have because you've really evolved so much as a person. Like people need to know that when Stassi watches Stassi from the past, she cringes harder than any of us. Yeah. Yeah. You were really crazy to Katie and Cabo, though. Like, like, I'm disappointed. You didn't even order an appetizer or or an entree (laughs) or a cocktail or, like,
1: what? Just and. I remember being at that dinner table and me and Kristen couldn't hear that what Schwartz was saying to her. And he had a smile on his face. So I thought that Schwartz was being nicer and that Katie was just choosing to be in a bad bitchy mood. Right. I
0: would imagine Kristen felt the same because we could not hear Schwartz gaslighting her. And when you actually have the audio, us, the audience, and you get to hear what he was saying, it's like watching you guys give her a hard time while he's literally gaslighting her is it's a tough juxtaposition to yeah. see. But I but yes, that's the thing is that we forget as an audience that like just because we can hear it doesn't mean that you could yeah, hear it. Exactly. If you could have heard what he was saying, it would have been a hundred percent different. No, it would have been completely different. I would be like, Schwartz,
1: you're being a fucking asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Asshole. Just yeah. a
0: lack of communication, really. I know. Yeah. So yeah, that, I think that was all like, that was really it from the birthday. Oh, but also, let's talk about working on your birthday. I think it's the most genius idea you've ever come up with because as we are discussing, historically, your birthdays have been, I don't know, triggersome. Yes. I mean, uh huh. no, but,
1: but no, over the last few years. That's true. I have become so chill about my birthday, I think because I went so hard earlier in my 20s and yes. then Bravo made me keep doing it over and over again. Yes. It became your brand. So it like, yeah, like it's just something I was forced to lean into. And I was like, I don't care. I'm like, you guys, I'm turning 32 now, 33, 34. This is ridiculous. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, I don't care this way instead of having to think of something to do, I'm yes. like, do I want to do a dinner party? Do I want like, fuck,
0: I don't oh. know. I'm like, why don't I get paid? Yeah. Why don't I just get paid? And I mean, so <laughs> I was at your 30th. So that was five years ago and you had, was that was it your last meltdown? That was 30th? my last meltdown. The ice cream birthday? Yeah. That was a real psycho one. Yeah, it was. I was just trying to eat Taco Bell with your husband. You were fucking raging. I did get it though. I don't mean to like, I, I don't want to release you from your sins. But I will say, on my birthday, if I've been renting this very expensive house, which you guys paid for, yeah, I can understand being like, we only have this for one night or two nights or whatever it was. Like, let's enjoy this room and have sex with yeah. this, like, amazing waterfall outside. I forgot about that waterfall. It was fucking epic. And yes. you guys had the Mac Daddy room.
1: And, but like, also just, like, my, my PTSD, my trigger, like, how... The way that I, I associate after hours partying with yes. being cheated on, which is clearly very fair, which is nowadays scandal. Thank you Rachel. for like for making me feel like, OK, I was right to to yes. be, to be weirded out about my boyfriend wanting to stay an after party instead of coming to bed with me. Like, yes. because shady shit does happen after hours. It's true. Like
0: it does. Yes. But you did dick punches hard. <laughs>
1: for me for good TV.
0: And then after that, <laughs> and then after that, I can't even remember your other birthdays. It was 31, 32, 33, 34. So four years.
1: Well, after that, after my 30th, um, I then I was fired from Vanderpump Rules and was pregnant. So. Oh, that was a fun birthday. <laughs> and yeah, or well, no, I guess the one after that, no, I didn't do anything. It was my sister got married the day before.
0: Oh, right. And Jackson, they, Brittany
1: got married. And, and, and did you have a, but <laughs> did you have
0: any sort of birthday monster inside of you that was like secretly like, I can't believe you got married on my
1: birthday. No, because I, listen, I was so wanting to celebrate like National OOTD Day. Yes, I had just, my book had just become a National be- uh, New York Times bestseller. Yes. I felt like there was so much celebrating me that like I didn't want to actually celebrate my birthday. There were other Genuinely. Things, genuinely. Yes. that That year when it was Jackson Brittany's wedding and Georgie's wedding. I was like, yeah, have your wedding the day before my birthday and like, yes, like this, because I don't, I don't, you know, when you celebrate yourself yeah, a lot, you just feel weird asking to sell people to celebrate you again. Yes, I get that. And so I was just like not in it. And I was like hoping to get engaged and all that shit. So like, I just, you're just saying my it focus up. was not on birthday and then pregnant, canceled, pregnant, canceled. And then I went to Vegas with Hartford and Jackson Brittany for my 33rd. And then for my 34th last year, I was like, I just had some people come over here. It was very
0: chill. Very chill. So what was your best birthday ever? Do you feel like this was it? I think this was it. Celebrating your fucking birthday with, I mean, there was tons of friends and family there, an audience, and make that fucking money, hunting. No, and I think also it, it,
1: I haven't really like talked about this part of it, huh? but like, I never thought there was a time three years ago when I never thought I'd be able to do this again. I remember I you would
0: say this. I, I knew there, I knew it would happen, but I knew that you really believed it wouldn't. I
1: thought I lost like, all of my listeners, all of like anyone who I didn't think I had like the support out there. And I'm like, no one would ever want to come and support me and see me on stage again or like listen to my podcast again. Like that part of my life is over. And so Aww. the fact that I got to do it again and celebrate my 35th birthday and have my daughter on stage it with me amazing. and I'm pregnant. So like I am I just feel really fucking lucky where I am right now. And just to have everyone, like, I felt the love. I felt the love so much. I know. I really did. Like, it was, like, one of the best audiences. And, like, you know, normally L.A. is just, like, jaded. Normally L.A.
0: audiences Historically, suck. L.A. audiences are the worst. We were prepared yes. for the worst, and they were a vibe. Oh, I, like, really
1: felt the love. And I'm like, okay, see, like, even when you feel like there is no hope, like, you have to have a little bit of hope. Yes. You never know.
0: Oh, It makes me want to cry. It's sweet. <laughs> so this is your best
1: birthday. This was totally my best. What birthday. was
0: your worst birthday? My uh,
1: My worst birthday. It's
0: tough to pick. Lot of strong contenders. Yeah. On uh, Honestly, I wouldn't even like say like
1: the meltdowny birthdays were the worst ones. I feel like You know what was the, was the worst one? What? Um season 3, I had to just have like a little wine like party this was on vanderpump rolls just like a little wine dinner because like i was scared to celebrate in any big way because patrick right i couldn't really do anything it was just like what is patrick not going to judge me for it
0: was you know what i mean it was just had this like watered down yeah i just like birthday but like
1: i convinced myself that that's what i wanted because i was just convincing myself that i was somebody that i wasn't (laughs) you know what i mean yes yes. Like,
0: yeah. Oh my god, such deep insight!
1: And I remember he woke up that morning and gave me like for my birthday present a pair of earrings, and it was like literally like twenty five dollars. No, ever. like this tiniest little gold ball earrings that like you get infants that you like get like infants like first. Yeah, and like I had to pretend like I liked them, but I wear like, them every single day. I could have like bought these. Literally, they're like thirty dollars. Like, like, and and it's not really about money, but like this is a, oh, give
0: me a break. This That's is a grown gift.
1: This is a grown man who can who can. But buy me something meaningful. It doesn't have to be the most expensive thing. Did he just like it's, run
0: to Claire's boutique at the mall? That's it felt like in and a and panic.
1: I, and like they're so boring and tiny, like they're like an infant's, like <laughs> earrings. Like, <laughs> is this what you think of me? <laughs> i dude. You've seen my statement necklaces. I'm is this
0: what you, <laughs> They do not match. Don't One match. thing is not like the other. Yeah. Uh, well, according to Daily Mail, you actually spent your 35th birthday not at your show. But at the Abbey. Correct. Okay, yeah. we have to talk about a lot of things in this. Okay. So first off, the paparazzi was like py- parked out of your house your entire birthday, birthday. Yeah.
1: They pick and choose which days. Like you, when I'm not pregnant. Yes. They're never here. Right. No one cares when okay. I'm not pregnant. Okay. It's it's like a pregnancy thing or it's um if there's a scandal going on. Like yes. when Scandal started. Yes. Then I started getting paparazzi because there's something to write along with. The photos. photos. Got it's you. It's not just a photos photo of some. It's like, it's like, that's the only way I can describe it. I get it. it.
0: So they knew it was your fucking birthday on your birthday. They knew it was my birthday. And
1: so they probably thought she's going to have people over. Or she did gonna... last year. Right. And so like they got, paparazzi got photos of like, you know, like Lala and Katie coming in last year. Got it. But like I never went outside. Right. So. Like they probably
0: thought that they were gonna catch like some Vanderpump Rules people. Yep, wrongo. They almost got us coming out, but they left. I, I want to be like, ha ha, stupid! You they left like three minutes before. Did we, they really we walked out? Yeah. We Which were like,
1: actually kind of sucks because if I was going to ever be paparazzi, it would have been that day because I got my hair and makeup done. And I also <laughs>
0: want to bring this up too because I feel like people are always so convinced that people like call paparazzi themselves. And when I was out here when you were pregnant, we went to Neiman Marcus to buy shoes. Uh-huh. And then we went to brunch in Beverly Hills and we were walking around and there's paparazzi pictures. We didn't even see the paparazzi. And when oh. I was doing like the Taylor Strecker show afterwards that week, people were like, um, obviously, like I was like, oh, we looked crazy because we didn't know they, and they were like, yeah, right, you didn't know they were there. I'm like, no, literally, I cried
1: over those photos. Don't y- you, you remember? Them. I cried. I examined them. I yes. was like, I don't look like myself anymore. I'm disgusting. I yes. would have worn heels if I would have known I was gonna get my photo taken. Yes, I would not have worn these fucking loafers with the mini dress.
0: Like I, no. <laughs> No, but like no one believed me. Like I was like, no, she did not call the paparazzi on herself. That is not how we would have looked if we had known the paparazzi were going to be there. But, but like, it's so interesting because when you're in it, you see it so clearly like they were camped outside all day long, got absolutely nothing. But like of all the times for the paparazzi to not get you. know it you was were when in, I like, got my hair. It was when I got hair, glam. makeup. You had your like fucking stage outfit on. It would have been amazing. <sighs> I know that would have been so cool. I would have just like looked so casually
1: chic and fun.
0: So they didn't get us that day. But yesterday... They got us coming out of the Abbey. So just for the record, that was not your birthday celebration, technically.
1: No, but like, you know, the birthday celebrations have just carried on. They just you have... know, you took me to the Beverly Hills Hotel yesterday. Did I ever? You know, like the the Abbey wasn't it was it was birthday adjacent.
0: It was birthday adjacent. Speaking of which, fucking Daily Mail. This is now where I make it about me. <laughs> What's their fucking problem with me? I'm fucking sick of this shit. Okay, so I posted on my Instagram. So if you need a point of reference, go check it out. It's in feed because that's how strongly I feel about it. We were walking out of the Abbey and I was, one of you guys were like, oh God, the paparazzi is like across the street. So like it was Katie, Lala, you, Bo, me. Because um, like a good friend, I was coming home with you after the Abbey. <laughs> I actually wanted to get the fuck out of WeHo and just go home with you. And like I wanted Lay to eat the, the rest couch. of my Jones leftovers the jones asian oh, chicken salad chinese, chinese chicken, chicken salad. salad yeah and just like relax and watch tv with you and like have a glass of sunset. but um they literally like so like listen i'm not like look at me i'm in a hover. i my i did just to be fair to them i did like put my head down because i was like oh i don't want to be in a picture like i was like, like kind of drunk too so i was like oh shit but um the way that like they went out of their way to cut, like they actually physically cut me out of like the main picture on the page. And I know because my wife was the one that showed me, she was like, it happened again. And I was like, what happened again? And she was like, Daily Mail fucking snubbed you. And it was like a picture (laughs) of like Bo, you, Katie, me, and then Lala, but like I was kind of in the picture and they cut me in half and then they took the one of Lala from another angle, another picture, and they fused it together. They went out of their way to cut me. What's their problem? Uh, Daily Mail does it dirty. God, why don't they I mean listen, the reality is they don't know who the fuck I am and that's very apparent. <laughs> but, like there's been Daily Mail parties I've been at where they've had my name from Red Carpet. But like listen, it's not about them knowing my name although it kind of is like cuz when we got those heinous pictures, red dress, yeah. you in the flats. Yeah. Um they said Stacy Schroeder and friend. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It hurt, but you know what? I've even been, I what Taylor? I have been and friend in Daily Mail articles before. When I go to events where people are for who are more popular than me,
0: who I feel like I have for who I feel like I have. Show me the goddamn receipts. I mean, it's been a while. Can you just remember? (laughs) You're lying. I feel like I have though. I feel like I if have. If you don't have a specific instance, then you are making it up I'm... to make me feel better. And listen, I know where I am in, on the totem pole. Okay, I get in the pecking order of the world. I'm I'm okay. But like daily mail, like it wasn't so much that it wasn't my name in there. I'm always expecting that. But you know, I'm finally skinny because of Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> I could finally. Like a picture of myself. My outfit was cute. My hair was back in a chic ass bun. And I know they had one with my fucking face in it. And they went out of the way. There was one of the back of my bun. And then they just like blurred me out in the one that you could kind of see my face. They spent time. (laughs) Who works there? Who works there that hates me? It kills my soul. But yeah. Daily Mail, you know what? I I see you. I don't like it. Someday. Oh my <laughs> Mike, you know what? I'll know I've made it when Daily Mail takes the picture of my goddamn face and, my and knows my fucking Taylor name. Taylor Strecker. Speaking of paparazzi, there is never any at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Why is that? I don't think they're allowed. Which is a vibe.
1: I mean, like, you, you see that the way it's... You have to go up a long driveway... The paparazzi aren't just allowed to be up there by the cars of valet. People wouldn't go there anymore.
0: Right. So like, that's just not allowed. But there have been times where we've been there and do like people. I mean, Dumois is not paparazzi, but like, that's just like people who are human beings eating there, riding into Dumois. Yes. So we were there for your birthday, but who do we see? Lisa Vanderbilt. Wait, but with Zoe Deschanel, who I fucking
1: love. I mean, How? I'm not personally, like, I don't know her. How I'm gorgeous saying, I, love, I love from afar. I love from afar. I like, love from afar. And when I say, like, I was in awe of her beauty. like oh my God. I Stunning. Could not even, like, I always thought she was really beautiful, but yes. in person, it
0: was jarring. Overwhelming. Sure. Her eyes sparkled
1: Her hair. So, oh. like, voluptuous and just, like, her hair. I'm talking about, like, just, like, it's like Brunette Bridget Bardot hair. Yeah, she gives very hardcore 60s vibes it in the was, best way possible. I just, like, had to look away from her. Right? I, like, had to, like... I had to just be like, I can't look over in this You're direction. Overwhelmed by her beauty, yeah, I really was. Um, why are her?
0: Are, what are her and Lisa doing together?
1: I don't know. Lisa knows people. Wild. She
0: lives by Lizzo. What? Yes, that's fucking crazy. Yes. Um. So she was there, but also you forgot Nicola. Peltz. <gasps> How could you, for, that's what I meant. I wasn't walking with
1: Lisa, I was walking into Nicola. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so on Pop Culture Hour, on Straight Up with Stassi, I've oh talked God. about how I have this weird obsession. Obsession Is it Nicola? I thought it was Nicola. You're right, I'm wrong. Nicola Peltz Beckham and Brooklyn Beckham. I'm just like so fascinated by <laughs> them and like they are just like the ultimate Nepo babies who like don't really do anything at all, but they're like try- trying to do things and like whenever I see them do like interviews and articles, they are just like you guys stop talking like literally. But I love them. I love, like, them. I love them and I'm rooting for them and I like can't wait to find them for them to like find their path. Yes. Um, they walked in. Yes. So I saw them in real life. Were you so excited? I, yes. Ridiculously excited. But this is the thing. I just don't get it. Why does not like why do the Gen Z kids sometimes? I know. I know. Dress down so much that like you literally look like you're in high school and like just you're going to the mall. Also,
0: Beverly Hills Hotel has like a pretty strict dress
1: code. I guess if you're like so wealthy, it's like cool to not follow the dress code.
0: I guess, right? It's like the Justin Bieber yeah vibe.
1: Yeah. I was a little disappointed in that. It's in like the Nikola, outfit. You are you were like she was just wearing a black hoodie, her hair just in like a messy, like not like a chic bun. Yes. In a like, I just got out of the gym or I no, I just got off from high school. Yes. I got out of school yes. just now. Up in a clip. And just like jeans from like Y2K, like Y2K jeans, which I can't get down with Y2K fashion. I just can never. I can't do it. I'm with you. And like Y2K sunglasses. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like you are such a hot, beautiful person. Can you please just put on something chic
0: for me, please? You sound like my mom. Put on some mascara, Taylor. <laughs> um, you know what else is crazy? I have to say, I think the best times to go to the Beverly Hills Hotel for star sightings are mo- the most random fucking days yeah. at the most random fucking times. Yeah, do you know what
1: would be so cool?
0: What? If
1: there was a sighting on Dumois that was like Polo Lounge, Stassi Schroeder, Taylor Strucker. Thank you for that. Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump, Zoe Deschanel, Nicola Peltz-Beckham, and Brooklyn Beckham. But
0: you know what would happen?
1: And, but, but they didn't say all at separate tables. They just said our names like as if we were all sitting
0: together. Oh, you know, oh my amazing. But also speaking of my, not my name. Dumois, fucking A. I love you, Dumois. I'm not coming for you. But when we you just, you just literally triggered me. How dare <laughs> you? How could you? We were at Le Diplomat, and I ran into an ex-husband, which really set me over the edge. She was actually very sweet. Um, the only one, I mean, she was the best one to see. But there was a Dumois posting and it was like Stassi Schroeder spotted at La led diplomat with husband Bo. Bo is wearing a sweater. Stassi looked beautiful. And they were with three friends. Now listen.
1: <laughs> I'm in the show. I know it just it's like it, it's
0: just too good. It gives like for such a good story. <laughs> like and, and those three friends were low. Yes. My wife and me. Yeah, so I'm in very good company. But I'm a star. <laughs> 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 I'm hiring PR. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So Bev Hills. So I have to ask you this question. Yeah. Because you are a birthday brat or a former birthday brat. I did not get you a birthday present. And my gift to you was it going was- to the Beverly Hills Hotel, but then it, we like went crazy and then Bo was like, I'm splitting it with you, which was like such a menschy sweet thing for him to do. But like one of your friends actually brought over on your actual birthday a gift for you, and it was a fucking oil painting of you guys as a family and the way, and I love her. She's the fucking best, but I was so, I like went into the, like the living room and like punched myself in the head. I was like, you're the worst best friend. It was such an amazing, thoughtful gift. Uh, and I was like, I have nothing. I didn't even get you. A card. I don't know. Uh, I didn't, I don't
1: get you. Presents Please for your birthday? Never do Please I? Do never guys, do. No, I am not a gift girly. Okay, thank I God. I don't actually really enjoy like I like I I I've always said this. I don't like opening presents. Yes, you know what I mean. Like obviously, like I I'm not a monster. Like I I appreciate it. I appreciate a gift. I like thoughtful things. Yes. You know what I mean. But I. I'm, it's not my love language. It's it's really not. I don't feel like
0: that makes me feel so much better. I'm not.
1: I don't feel like oh, I'm not appreciated if somebody doesn't give me a gift. Like, of course, I love to receive a gift if somebody brings me something. Like anyone does, but yes, it is literally the farthest down the love language list. Like when we take the tests, like yes. of what your love language is, I get zero points for gift. Like, and I don't really give gifts to people either.
0: Oh my God. That makes me feel so much better. So, I was feeling really guilty. I was like, this is a big birthday. She's 35. Like I really fucked up here. No, I'm still trying to
1: get my shit together to get your wedding gift. No, I'm the fucking worst. I like when people show up for me and I show up for people.
0: Okay, great. So that's the gift. That is the gift. Okay, perfect. Yeah, like, thank so you much for better. taking
1: time out of your life to like stay at my house for a few days. Of like course. that's the gift. Like, thank you for coming to my wedding in Rome. That's the gift.
0: No, no, no.
1: I'm getting you a wedding I gift. I don't want a wedding gift because what if I don't like it?
0: Well, that's my fear. And I actually know what and I'm, I'm going to get you, but I haven't pulled the trigger because I'm so nervous. I
1: just don't want anyone to waste their money on me. And then I,
0: I, I'm such a specific particular. I know you're so hard, but you fucking nailed our wedding gift. You got us fucking art. That's the goddamn. That's like the, the like the holy grail of gift giving. And you nailed it. Well, i chic. What can I say? Fucking a. <laughs> Maybe if I was cool as you, my name would be in fucking Dumas. <laughs> okay. Um. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not getting you a birthday gift. because my gift to you is Ozempic. S- You're fucking welcome. It, that's wait. Are you getting me
1: Ozempic? Sure. Bought it. Wait. <laughs> are you getting me Ozempic? Can you just like get
0: me an Ozempic? No, I like literally cannot. It's like highly legal. I'm gonna go to jail for having this conversation on the podcast. <laughs> no, for giving you the gift of watch. For being the guinea pig of. And just to be clear, I'm on Monjaro, which is like not Ozempic, but I just say Ozempic because everybody knows Ozempic just like has such
1: a good ring to it. It
0: really does. So I feel like, though, you've been like you were on Call Her Daddy and talked about Ozempic. And then there (laughs) was like articles that said that Stassi thinks that Ozempic is just like (laughs) taking vitamins.
1: No, the way I like fully cringe when I see all those Uh, headlines being like Stassi says Ozempic is like taking vitamins. And I'm like, motherfuckers. (laughs) motherfuckers you guys knew I was joking you knew it and I, I will say I'm not, I, I go to the comment section and yes. people are defending the fuck out of me and they're I like live for it they're like you did not listen like you guys this is exactly it's what clickbait. she said was gonna happen like yes I said this I'm like watch now that I'm joking about it there's gonna be articles people are gonna be taking this like really seriously obviously I'm like interested in Ozempic like I'm very curious about it yes but I was making lots of jokes you guys I like, don't yes. think that it's like vitamins <laughs> okay
0: I have to say, even when I read the headline, I was like, I was prepping for The Daily Show. And I was like, we're not doing that story. <laughs> then I went and listened to Call Her Daddy. And I was like, oh my God, fucking take it. So, such bullshit. I know. The way that these quote unquote news outlets I know. forget my name and take things out of context <laughs> is ridiculous. Huh? Okay, so I want to talk about our pit and our peak of the Mommy Dearest tour. I'll start. Okay. My peak... Was Alex Cooper coming to the show in San Diego? Is that so, like, fangirly and dorky? No. I mean, I was I so was honored.
1: excited. No, yeah. I was honored to have her there. Like, that's, like, such a big deal when someone who has a
0: lot going on oh. makes time to come and watch your your creation. It was very, very cool. And listen, we actually had a lot of fucking cool people come out to see the show. Like, a lot of different fun guests. So... Like, Craig, you were great, too. So were you, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. Uh, obviously, like, I was so excited to see, like, Claudia and Brian at the show. But um, I was not, I, I was just not even anticipating that that was going to even be a thing. So that was very cool. It's also, though, very scary to have people that you know. Or and or admire like at the show because that you're performing in. Can you uh, fuck you up a little bit? Oh, no. Yes. But I think it actually made us rise to the occasion. I think we did really, really well in shows that we had people in the audience that we wanted to like show what we could do to. I
1: agree. Like my my peak. Sorry not to repeat myself, but like was my birthday. Yes. Like and the way that I was so nervous because I knew so many people in the audience. But like I ended up not giving a shit once I walked out on stage. Like it ended up just all coming together perfectly, and to have Hartford there, it was just like, yeah, yeah, it was fucking great. Um,
0: Pitt. Okay,
1: I have three. I there were a few hotels <laughs> that I <laughs> that made me feel like just doomed.
0: <laughs> you know, there were a few really shitty you know, hotels that made you question your life. Yeah, it made me question like where Who I went am wrong. I? <laughs> yeah. My pit was Chicago. The woman that walked out tagged you, tagged Bo, tagged the venue, tagged me, Uh and said I was a quote unquote horrible human being. Okay, (laughs) in a graphic that she specially made for me.
1: That's a standard. That's a that's a pretty decent.
0: She almost got me to change my set, and you were glad you didn't. Are the reason I did not. So thank you.
1: You can't listen to you can't. There are always going to be people that don't like what you're doing or don't agree with what you're doing. But like you, you can't just change.
0: You have to believe in yourself. You do. Um, My other pit. What? You're gonna be like Taylor, was that after one of the shows there was like uh, drinks afterwards, okay, and I got snubbed by somebody who was at the show, who I think should have come up to me and said hello.
1: <laughs> You're talking about <laughs> you were. <laughs> And maybe
0: right now what I'm doing... I can't is believe the,
1: that you're letting this affect you that Maybe much.
0: right now what I'm doing is the reason why this person did not come up to me after the show. Because I talk shit all the time. <laughs> you think this person listens and... I don't know. and they don't, They're not listening to Taste of Taylor. But I think that maybe they hear through the grapevine things. Okay. Because I've definitely said things in the past before.
1: Haven't I? I can't remember.
0: I talk so much so many places. I can't remember where I'm not. No, and where I I'm not. I get nodding. that. But this person, and maybe I'm being delusional because I know I can be a delusional queen, but this person, like, I kept seeing them and I thought, oh, I should maybe like say hi to this person. We don't know each other very well, but like enough that we recognize each other's faces, I think. And then I was like, oh, maybe she like doesn't know who I am. But then she kept bumping into me in a way that felt intentional or even if like it wasn't, it was like, when you bump back and you like look at somebody and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, because that's a normal human thing to do. I don't know, I'm just like, Bitch, I was on stage. I'm wearing sparkle pants. Like, <laughs> it me. I don't know. I just feel like there's no way that she could not know. I just thought, I think it's very rude to not congratulate the performer.
1: Right. I know. I think so, too. I just can't believe that it's affected you this much that it's like your pit. Well, you know how I am. <laughs> I know, but like out of all of the things, out of the shitty hotels, out of the like scary theater about like. There were Uber drivers that I thought were going to murder us. Like there were so I many. I just like,
0: feel like there's more to the story and now I can't let it go. Like I'm like, but wh- like, I'm like, I think that happened. But now it's like, but why? And what gives you the cojones to think that you can do that? And the bumping felt intentional. Just saying. All right. Hashtag. Do you, want, truth. Me, do you want me to dig and find I out? I do. You, you do. I do. Okay. It's probably something I did bad. Okay. It usually is. I will. I'll ask. I'll ask around <laughs> about this. And then my number one pit is that I didn't wear my crop top from the last show the whole time. Yeah. It was so good. It's
1: okay. You listen, you've been on your Ozempic journey and like you, you, I don't think you would have felt as comfortable in it in the beginning.
0: Thanks. When are we going back on tour? I miss it.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I need to give
0: birth. Oh, that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am so excited to just like nest and be a mom. Like, yes the way I want to just like do mom things right now. And like, that's it. Like, I just want to. So like, (laughs) (laughs) I would really love next year. Okay. To do the UK or Australia. Okay. But like, I would have to bring my children.
0: That's fine. So like, but it makes me
1: wonder if I bring my children, that means I have to bring our nanny. Yes. That means that it's, it's extra costs all around extra hotel rooms. Right. You have to think of the bottom line. So like, would I even at the end of the day end up making, would the money. amount of money I make from it even be worth it? Right. You know? So it's it's just like a lot, it's a lot to think about. Well,
0: man, that just sounded
1: very bleak. I'm not going to lie. No, you know what? Life has been bleaker. Okay, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> if I can make this. Just tell me, just lie to me. Just tell me yes. No, I can't lie to you. I can just tell you what my <sighs> intentions are. My intentions are to to do the UK or Australia but okay. also I think we could do like bus life again
0: I think that- okay I quit <laughs> <laughs> I can't just honestly make me a bed on the top of the bus and strap me to the top of it I I prefer that than be underneath
1: it's just with children I think it would be easier it would be
0: very it would be the it would be um financially this the smartest idea for sure
1: yeah so I think you're just gonna have to like like, Pick train up some my dramamine, body to not get sick get some dramamine i don't know get on medication okay. something something
0: anyway Stasi, i love you i love you thank too. you for coming on i know we are both exhausted after this tour oh, like i think i'm gonna be sick okay like my I wife feel got you
1: sick nauseous i feel exhausted i feel physically ill i'm not well i can't believe actually i had this much energy
0: you were amazing thank you <laughs> She's a goddamn professional. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great rest of your week. And check out Stassi if you don't follow her already. Follow her on Instagram, at Stassi Schroeder. And, of course, you guys, she has a podcast. In case you don't listen to it, I'm pretty sure you do. But I was just on it. It's called Straight Up with Stassi. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Wednesday. Check it out. And then, of course, she has a Patreon. Patreon gang over here. It's called... The well, good, the bad, the baby. But you break down your Patreon. There's a lot of different
1: avenues. Patreon.com slash Stassi, where you can you can either go the route of the good, the bad, the baby, the yes. podcast that me and Bo do um, about our family and our lives. Or you can just, like, go and watch um, video versions of Straight Up With Stassi. Yes. There's two different
0: routes you can take. And commercial-free episodes. And
1: commercial-free episodes. Yes.
0: And, you guys, that is it for us. Have a great one. You know I always say it. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It means the world. And also do it for Straight Up With Stassi, too. Mm. Word. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great one. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye.